Welcome back to Beers at the Turn. In studio, we have myself, Jacob Ranger, to my right, Chris Lanehart, and as always on video conference, Shawnee. How was y'all's Christmas, guys? Good, man. Santa took care of me. How about you? Santa, he only comes for the kids. I get my socks and underwear and I move on. Well, I am a a kid, so at heart. Uh, My Christmas, we didn't even give gifts. We did White Elephant and bought the worst gifts, and you didn't get to see what it was, and you traded, and you ended up with some pretty bad stuff. I think I got a a seatbelt for your bicycle. (laughs) 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 The world's stupidest invention. And the best on, on the box, it was like, a guy hitting a guardrail and going over the edge. Like, that's the one thing you need it for. <laughs> it's great. I can honestly I was, say. I, next year. I, fucking made those. I would say that wins. <laughs> Dude, ne- so so next, next, ne- next year, everyone gets to pick. The, like, go out and select the worst gift they can possibly find. And then you have to trade. And who do you have the balls to trade with in the family? no one wants me i can tell you that well boys there wasn't any meaningful golf tournaments on this weekend and we wanted to obviously record a pod put it out there so we decided to do a top show because y'all can all agree with me equipment everyone is looking up equipment what's the best what's going to give me that extra 10 yards um and to tell you the truth, guys, you know, speaking for myself, I've played multiple sets of irons, multiple drivers. Sean referenced it in the last podcast. I think I have a new set of wedges like every oh, other. That's your, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, your, that's it, your club. Everything can play fine, which right for you. you it, know? Is, it is my Achilles heel, <laughs> the fucking wedge. Um, it's like you're at Ollivander's wand shop and you just grab that magic wedge and smoke starts flying through air. No, right, and Sean. Yours is definitely the putter. Oh, you, well, you the one put the, more putters in timeout than I put my kids in timeout. The last wedge I liked, uh, I was playing with you and I hit that eagle and I threw it on the ground and it snapped in half and I never even fixed it. <laughs> I remember that. That was a uh, nine at Audubon. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Definitely worth it. But yeah, so unlike all gods. <laughs> So unlike a, uh, a lot of other shows that'll just give you the best, we've actually put together the best and worst of the clubs that we've ever tried. Um, yep. This is going to be a fun show. If you have any questions, please hit us up at uh, B-A-T-T pod on, I think that's it. Shoot, I don't know. I'm not a big uh, social media guy, but... Uh, I'm getting used to it. I think I'm getting used to we're it. Still, we're still a new yeah. podcast, so we're going to get better as we go along. Yeah. So, yep. See, I was right. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> At B-A-T-T-Pod, B-A-M, on Twitter and on Instagram, we're at Beers at the Turn, B-K-M. So, if you have any questions, comments about our list tonight, we'd love to hear it. If it's stupid, we'll tell you about it. So I think we're going to start off tonight with best drivers. Chris, give me your top three yeah. best drivers. Oh, here we go. One of the most important clubs in the bag, the favorite club to hit for everyone, the big stick. 
Let's go with the top three drivers. My top three, starting at number three, is one of the newer drivers on the market. It's going to be the Titleist TSI-3. Now, there are several different versions of that. The one, the two, the three, and the four. But I like the three, just a lot of control, a lot of great spin off the driver. It's a great stick. Number two is the driver I have recently had in the bag. Also one of the newer drivers on the market. It's going to be the Callaway Epic Flash Sub-Zero. One of the lowest spinning drivers I've ever hit. It's got a great look at the dress, great feel, great sound, and we all know that golf clubs are 100% feel and sound. And Numero Uno for me is a little bit older of a driver, but I also had this driver in my bag personally, and a lot of tour guys and ladies on the LPGA Tour and PGA Tour had this driver in their bags years after it stopped being manufactured. It's going to be the TaylorMade R1 driver. Absolutely loved that you, you had that driver in your bag, I think, until the Callaway Epic Flash. I mean, the little knob on the bottom did that nothing. That no one knew what the fuck it did. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, never. Love I that. never know what Love they do now. That driver. I like, I like they're getting rid of them. Still have the head. I'll never get rid of it. I'll never hit it again, but just personally can never get rid of that head. head to each his own, man. And Chris mentioned something. We're going to go to Sean next for his top three. But he mentioned something that I kind of want to explain where he talks about, he was talking about the Titleist TS, what was it, TSI? TSI yeah. Where he says, you know, good spin off the face. When it comes to drivers, spin is the only thing that really matters, in my opinion. If you can spin in anywhere from 2100 to 2700, you know, you're, it's going to increase your, your role Roll on the hit. Yes, exactly. The higher you spin it, the more it's going to plug. So I just wanted to give that little, you know, PSA for the listeners because they're probably sitting there going, what the fuck does spin have to do with anything? Sean, what about you, man? What are your top three big sticks? All right. My top three. I'm a Callaway guy. So I would go with the Epic Flash. That thing just nukes piss missiles. Love it. Um. Ooh, actually, dude, I got a Cleveland X5 in my bag. I love that thing. It's the hottest face I've ever hit. It's that rebound frame. I mean, they all call it something else. Taylor Mason calls yeah. it, you know, the twist face. It's the rebound frame. So you, the ball just flies off the face, and pretty much you don't slice or hook, which I do both somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and let me think. Ooh, trying to go old school. Mm. I tell you what, dude, I used to have an old Cobra. And the sound was just so piercing. I used to crush the ball with that thing. <laughs> Finally, the head snapped off. <laughs> Trash. Yeah, and to go back on one of your of your comments, uh, the twist face, ladies and gentlemen, is not new technology. Twist face is bulge and roll, and every driver known to mankind has bulge and roll on the face. Driver faces are not straight across. They are a little bit of the rounder side. Stop being a hater. I'm not. I'm just speaking the truth, man. No. Uh, Cobra, I'm not going to sit here and knock Cobra because I know it's kind of like, it's like the redheaded stepchild to well, the rest Well, I think their older the clubs were better than the stuff they make now. Right. But at, at the same time, like, I know people today that are still playing, like, the Cobra Red Speed that yeah. 
absolutely fucking bomb the ball. It's just not for me. I can't sit there. I can't look at it. Maybe Bryson has something to do with it. Anything he uses. Yeah, oh, I agree. Oh, I'd never try using it now. So, you know, maybe that's just me. But I'm going to give you all my top three, and it's y'all already touched on one of them. But my third is the Titleist 913 D3. Okay? This thing. Right there on Right. It it didn't have any, like, you know, twist faced or anything like that. It was just a sexy looking stick. You know, it was a 440cc head, looked good at a dress. I liked it. Number two is actually the driver that I'm playing right now. It's the TaylorMade Sim 2. The big question that I get asked a lot whenever I'm playing with people that I don't normally play with is, well, what's the difference between the Sim and the Sim 2? Fucking nothing. Um, the Sim 1 has an adjustable weight. That's about number. it. It's fucking nothing. But let me tell you something. My numbers look a lot better. I launch it a lot higher. I spin it a lot lower. So I like it. And then number one was something that, you know, it's on both y'all's list. And I played it for four years. It's the Callaway Epic Flash Sub-Zero. Jailbreak technology, baby. Jailbreak technology. It was a sexy looking stick. It, you know, it was green and yellow. It was master's colors. So, you know, I had an all little rogue silver in it, X-Flex. And it, I just bombed the ball with it. It, it was phenomenal. But I'm a squirrel, so I changed it to Telemade Sim too. Yeah, so, you know, there are a lot of good drivers out there, but these are just the ones that were best for us. And, you know, maybe if you try some of those out, might be the best ones for you guys as well. That's why we're giving you these lists. Well, I think shafts are so important. When shafts definitely make or break the drive. so important. Right. Yeah. And the, getting the right stiffness and getting the right, yeah, you know, exactly. what you're looking for. Getting the right, sh- the right shafts flex correct, the right weight. You know, that's why going to a vendor fitting or even at your local golf shop to get properly fitted for the golf club is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we could talk more about fitting on another podcast because I have some not so popular opinions on that. Oh, I I do, too. Worst clubs I ever hit were fitted. (laughs) Well, yeah. And that's and that's the thing. It's like you got these guys that are coming in that have been playing the game for like two years. And, you know, oh, I think I want to get, you know, fitted for some irons. No, you don't because you fucking suck. It's like, how about this? How about you keep banging away at the clubs you got, fix your swing, and then once you have a swing that you know is consistent, then go in and get fitted. Don't come in and tell me like, oh, yeah, my golf coach. Your golf coach is trying to sell you a dream. Okay. Yeah. Let dogs lie in there and and just hit your – your sticks until you can figure out your fucking swing. Just be true to yourself. Just because Bryson's hitting it does not mean it should be in your bag. Definitely. Buy the most forgiving club possible. Give yourself a chance. Exactly. All right. So now we're going to move on to the worst drivers we've ever hit. Chris, Ooh. lead it away, kid. Hate to do it, but hey, there are some pretty bad drivers out there. Number three worst driver. Is going to be the Wilson Triton driver. Just a complete clap oh. in the face to all of Wilson's engineers. If you have to do a TV show to have strangers from off the street design a golf club for you, that is the biggest F you to your engineers. <laughs> it's like literally when your boss tells you, it's like, I can find someone off the street that right. can do a better job and than you. Let's make a show out of it. And the driver was a flop. For the price, wasn't a bad club, but looked cheap, sounded terrible. 
Didn't like it. Number two Why on the worst drinks of all time. You've seen it on infomercials, ladies and gentlemen. The hammer. And this includes oh, every yeah, can, single baby. model of the hammer driver. I mean, any club on any infomercial highly go against it. Oh yeah, golf club that's named the Hammer. The hammer be a bad. I, I mean, that's that. Come on, that's a name for your man parts. That ain't a driver, <laughs> bro. My buddy's so bad, he's got the perfect strike. I'm like, that's illegal. I'm giving you a shit. So number one worst driver for me, the tin can on the stick, the Nike Square driver, and that includes all models of that head. There what was the point? The Callaway one might have been. Honestly, what was the point of the square head? Can anyone in this room fucking tell me? You know, every company I, tries to find that. It looks, that like a, it looks like you got a sandwich at the I end of the fucking stick. <laughs> oh, you couldn't hit that thing straight oh. to save your life. Anyway. I saw one guy with one on the golf course, and he said he's been using it so long he can't go there. I mean, if, <laughs> if you were closing your eyes... And a guy next to you is hitting that driver. You would think you're at a college baseball game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, our, our buddy Bryce oh. had one for the longest time, <laughs> and every time he would tee the ball up to hit this thing, it sounded like a TPX. Like it would, it, it would, would, it would scare me. You would think you're at a two-lane baseball game, right? I'm like, was that a double up the middle? What the hell did you just hit? I'm gonna go with the bat here, Ron. <laughs> All right, Sean, let's hear your bottom three. Ooh. Tailor made 1996 burner. Burnt orange, ugliest looking driver of all time, possibly. Does not fit your eye. Ooh, what else did I have? Ooh, honestly, Newark, I had a Ping G30. I hate it. They fitted me for it. It was nine degrees loft, low spin, and I couldn't get that thing off the ground, really. Just low bullets. No height, no launch. I hated it. The head broke off that as well. And then I would say probably, oh, I had an R11. Those white yeah. drivers, hideous. Oh, well, the R11 wasn't so that bad. No, the R11 was good. The yeah, R11 was, was bad. bad. Now, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't I didn't like them either. But I mean, don't make it sound like it's a goddamn Wilson club. Oh, I had some. I, I didn't even want to mention the fact that I had nightclubs to start. Night, night. My my playing career. That was probably the worst driver, but I was so bad I didn't know. That's true. That's true. So I'll go with mine. Um, and these are actually more recent. And before I say number three, y'all have to know this about me. I am completely against ping i don't like them i think they're an ugly fucking club um i don't know what the ridges are at that top apparently it's supposed yeah. to make it more aerodynamic that's the dragonfly technology there you go dragonfly technology whatever butterfly fuck it um don't don't turbulators don't, yeah they're called the turbulators that's what, what it called. was anyway it was a shitty driver i didn't like it so ping g i actually tried to put my bias aside and hit that I think I lasted one round. My second, the TaylorMade M1. I know that the TaylorMade M1 was like 
It was a very popular driver. It was the first one that it was the that's, carbon that's, head. Yeah, that sliding T weight. Yeah, it had the had the T weight, you know, for swing direction as well as weight. High and low launch. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work. Bias. It didn't work. So it really doesn't matter. It was stupid technology. Um, and then number one, same as Chris, and I have to, like I said, Bryce, I know you're listening. That Nike Sasquatch thing was the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It sounded like a TPX bat. Does anyone know how to use those weights? The weights yeah. for the M1? Yeah, I, I use I use the weights. Um, can I sit here and tell you that it worked? No. The thing is, yes, the the weights actually worked, but you have to realize they did those tests on a robot that hit the golf ball in the same spot on the driver every time. So if you put that weight a little more toward the draw bias, yeah, the ball will spin a little bit less and draw. Human beings don't hit the ball in the middle of the face. So it doesn't matter where you put those weights on the golf club. If that face is wide open at impact, you're going to slice the golf ball. Exactly. The weights can't correct a shitty swing. No, definitely not. Good players it does make a difference. All right. So next we're going to move on to the best irons we ever played. Mm. Chris, go, start us off with the best irons you have ever played. Best irons I have ever, ever played are actually the irons I currently have in my bag. They are the black, all black, gorgeous irons. Callaway Apex 16 irons. I mean, Great looking iron at setup. It's got a forged face, completely smooth feel, a forged face for giving iron. You can't ask for much more in an iron. Facts. Um, that's the best Absolutely. iron to me. The second best iron of all time will live throughout eternity. I'm talking about the Ping I2. But the copper beryllium, especially, so many irons. Those were are collectors' items. So, but so many irons were designed after the Ping I twos. Yeah, but they got rid of the square grooves because it tore the cover off the iron. Third best iron of all time is another recent one. But I will tell you this about Callaway Golf Company: they love putting out new product, and it took them two years to replace this. The Callaway Rogue irons were such a great iron. The next year when they were supposed to release a new one, they just couldn't do it. They could not find a better iron to replace that. Sean, what you got, bud? All right. I have, I would agree with Chris. I, the best irons I've ever played are Apexes. They're a little newer than Chris's, but they're also black. Smoke oh, yeah. is sexy as so Hell yeah, you gotta go. I want to get mine reshafted, and I'm like, I'm trying to just buy new shafts because I like. We're having some technical difficulties with Sean. Okay. How about let's let's just move on oh, to, to Jake since we're oh. having some problems. And uh, oh, he's was... back. He's back. <laughs> and now he's gone. And now he's gone. <laughs> Well, Jake, what about you, man? What's what's your three irons? You know what? I'm actually going to kind of piggyback off of y'all's because 
first off, I'm going to start with number three because number three was my first set of like real players irons, and I absolutely loved them with the Titleist 712 CBs. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous they were a gorgeous-looking club. Got to um, be a player to hit them. Buddy. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to you gotta be able to hit in the center of the face, but they were, they were just a sexy-looking club. Number two is going to throw you all for a loop if Sean ever comes back to us. The Nike Vapor Pros. Uh, again, the, the green player to hit them. The, the green that was on those clubs. Yeah. Oh, they were so butter. I, I wish I never got rid of them, but I did. Um, and then number one, I followed suit with y'all. Y'all said the Callaway Apex 16s. I'm actually going to go the Callaway Apexes the year before. The original the Apexes. Original Those things were... So forgiving. They they still had the forge face, so yeah. you you still got that spin on the golf ball going into greens and lower irons. But they just they just felt so good, especially when you put the right shaft. In yeah, them. and last I checked, the new Callaway Apex irons they've got three or four different versions of them. So there is a version of Apex for every handicap. I mean, even with the DCBs, I mean they're big uh, big Bertha with a forge face, right? Right. Number one iron in golf, baby. <laughs> Sean, you got to cut out on us, so we, we just I, – I, I listed my three, but do you have another iron that really you held like close to your heart? I like the AP2s. I hit Callaway irons most growing up. Uh, I had, like, X20s. I played forever. I loved them. X22s, my first ever, like, new iron set. Yeah. Yep. And, and then uh, – X yeah X twenties and then uh, I went to Pings and couldn't hit them worth a shit. <laughs> Ping sucks. Oh man, what I've been trying to tell y'all. All right, so now we're gonna go worst. What's your worst? Worst, I'll, I'll try and go quick with this, but um, I had to do some research on these because I've seen them, haven't had them personally. But number three is gonna be the Simmons Tiger Shark irons. And I only know these because I see them every time I go into a thrift store. What in the I mean, cinnamon toast just fuck is that? Hideous, hideous irons. Uh, number two is going to be the Cleveland VAS 792s. Another just strange looking offset iron. Don't know what they were doing designing those things. And number one is going to be the Ray Cook Titanic irons. Named appropriately because they sunk. Just like the Titanic, rest in peace. But also, one of the flaws was they had a very weak shaft. So they had several shafts break that caused a numerous amount of injuries. And I, I mean, trust me, oh I know a buddy whose shaft broke at the top of his swing and sliced his arm wide open. So. That it serves me right for having something stupid like that. It golf bag. Like, get up and get out on the course. No, it man. wasn't that iron. It was a newer iron that I will not name. I know who you're talking about. But that's that's my bottom three. Sean. Ooh, I started with ooh, I had I had like McGregor blades. Basic. <laughs> like, Oh, they were terrible. It was like literally hitting a wooden bat with a rock. I couldn't <laughs> find the sweet spot ever. They were oh, you remember the old grips? How do people no cushion? Just beat your hands up to death. 
Right. Any rain, that thing's going flying. I would say second worst were pink. And they were newer. They were G30s. Yep. And I hit them so good in the simulator. And I could never hit them on the golf course. Never knew where they were going. Never knew the distance on them. And I would say, ooh, what's the worst iron I've had? Probably those Spaldings. But and then a third, oh, I actually like my Hippos. I haven't had too many irons. I love my Callaways. I, if I stick with some, I stay with it. Uh, not Cleveland's. Mm. You know what Taylor made? I hit. Uh, I used to play my buddy's M1s as like demo set. I, I just don't hit tailor-made irons well. They feel light to me. The Callaway yeah. feels like heavier in the head to me. Same with uh, Titleist. But yeah, I'm just not a big tailor-made iron guy. Right. You, you, you are now, aren't you, Jakey? Yeah. Yeah, I play the uh, the tailor-made P750s. And and you're right. Um, and, and that's that's the thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not bad. Um, but that's the thing when it comes to irons. Like Sean, you you've played with me a lot. Chris, you you've been there when I'm squirreling around with clubs. When it comes to head weight in an iron, whatever the manufacturer sends you is going to be a lighter club. So, like Sean was saying, you know the he felt like TaylorMade's were light. I feel like all clubs are light. So whenever I get a new iron set, the first thing I'm doing is pulling the head and putting like a ten gram hustle weight in there to make them heavier do the same thing to my wedges the only thing i don't really mess with the swing weight is is on my driver because i do like a lighter driver because i swing it faster so you're right you got to do some customization if you know what you're looking for out there and put 10 ground hustle weights in your you know callaway x22s yeah and i'll have to say that you know Ping irons are not bad clubs. Ping clubs in general are not bad clubs. I like the, the G400s. I like the G30s. I like the G25s. But if you didn't grow up playing ping, they're a very hard club just to switch over to. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. Most people that play pings, they started out playing pings because their dad played pings. And the reason Correct. that they played pings because their grandfather Correct. played pings. Correct. So, like, no one's ever going to be hitting, like, an AP2 and then wake up one morning and go, yeah, I think I want to try ping irons. Like, the, you, it's, you're kind of grandfathered into it. Yeah, or, or they sell you on the technology to get you with the, the name. Yeah. Ooh, Dragonfly yeah, technology. You get, you get hustled. That sounds cool. I'll mm-hmm. have that. Exactly. Well, worst irons for me, number three, any Adams iron. Uh, I'm, I can't pick one. They all fucking sucked. Rest in peace. Yeah, exactly. Rest in peace. Adams golf. I'm Rest in peace. I'm in business. <laughs> Tom Watson. Exactly. Um, I don't know any other one who hits them. <laughs> and uh, number two, I played the Shrixon 745s for a little bit. Uh-huh. They weren't a bad iron. I just didn't. I didn't like the feel. No matter what I did with the weight or with the shaft, I just didn't like the feel. So they weren't for me. But I know a lot of people that play them, and they absolutely love them. Like I said, it just wasn't my cup of tea. And then number one is really going to throw you all for a loop because I played Titleist for the longest time. 
The Titleist AP2 716s. Really? Yeah. Hated them. Absolutely hated them. And I played the 714s for like three years. Could not stand the 716s. Could not stand them. Even though it's a big five company, you don't every big five is going to be a home run. Right. And, you know, they, they, they make the best irons. They make the best wedges. Uh, they make the best ball. So you're expecting. But, you know, sometimes you fucking swing and miss. And that's exactly what they did with the 716, in my opinion. All right, so now we're going to move on to wedges. This is my, as Sean would say, this is my forte. Yeah. This is uh, your forte. This is my forte. I switch up wedges by the sure. <laughs> You want me to go? <laughs> okay. You want to go first? I'll, I'll, I'll go. Work? I'll go for. I got this. Okay? I went ham on my yeah, list. I, I know you went also. ham on your list, but this is this is what I went with because I've played every wedge you can possibly think of. Uh, number one for me, Titleist SM8. SM8's sexy wedge. You get the grind right. You get the shaft right. You're going to play them forever. Like I said, I've played them for going on four years now. Has it been four? Yeah, it's probably been like three. SM8's? Yeah, SM8's. They were probably released two two or three years ago. Yeah, about two years ago. Close to it. They're probably already there. All right. So for a guy that switches wedges every month, for me to hold on to him for two years says a lot. Uh, the next one, again, snapping off a curveball at y'all. The Nike engaged wedges. <laughs> exactly. That's right. You that? can sit there. You can snarl at me all you want. I played all Nike clubs. We all know that. Exactly. It's a Mizuno club with a check on it. But <laughs> the Nike engage wedges, I don't know what it was. The square sole plus the whole head rusted. It'd fuck up your golf bag really yes. nice. But the spin you would get on them and the soft feel you got off the face, I just absolutely was infatuated with these things. Didn't like, they come like dipped in wax? They came like dipped in wax. Them. And when you, you got them, you peeled off the wax and it was a chrome finish. And you would go to the range with them one time, and they'd start to immediately. rust immediately. Like I said, it would get all Don't over. Rust. Don't you? You yeah. want, yeah. But now yeah, what clubs are starting to do? Yeah, what now what clubs are starting to do is is that instead of making the whole head rust, they're just making the face rust, which is the most important. Nice. So those are the wedges that I have now, which is number three for me, and that's the TaylorMade MG3, the Tiger Woods editions. Mm-hmm. I have them in a 56 and a 60, and then I have an M, uh, MG3 50 degree. But all the faces rust on it. Yeah. And you do get a lot more spin, and you are able to kind of go after some more pins because you know you're going to get that check. Right. Uh, so those are my top three. Chris, what are yours, man? So I'm going to kind of feed off of your your last one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, rust is a good thing. Good thing. When it comes to wedges, it may look ugly, but it does promote spin. Spin is very good with wedges. So I kind of went a little over the top with my list, but six and five, six, number six is going to be the Taylor Main Bill Grind wedges to kind of go off of Jake. I just love how that face rusts. Extremely good. Number five, the Cobra Poor Trusty. Rust is good, ladies and gentlemen. Number four, Really quick, the Callaway Mac Daddy wedges. 
If you like Cleveland Wedges, Cleveland is named after Roger Cleveland, who no longer designs Cleveland Wedges. Roger Cleveland designs wedges for Callaway Golf now. So to get a true Cleveland wedges wedge, you have to go to the Callaway MD wedges. Number three is going to be the Cleveland RTX wedges. Number two, Tyler's Vokey. Pretty much anyone. Last but not least, have to go classic, the Ping I2 wedge. Now, I only say because of this. So many wedges today are designed after that wedge. Every single high-toe wedge on the market right now was designed after that wedge. Phil Mickelson had a Ping I2 wedge in his bag. Callaway wanted it out so bad, they allowed him to design the PM grind wedge that Callaway puts out, which is modeled after the Ping I2. You are correct by saying that, but also, when you have you ever actually played a high toe? No, but they're hideous. But Exactly. It looks like you're hitting the fucking club with a frying pan. But the thing with golf is, all these yeah. companies love to copy off of one another. Oh, yeah. So they Absolutely. copy the best stuff. Absolutely. Shawnee, what you got, bud? Ooh, favorite wedges? I would say Vokey. Titleist Vokey wedge I have forever. I loved it. Then I have uh, Callaway Jaws wedges, which I still tinker with back and forth. But I honestly, I, what I put in the bag recently is uh, those brand, uh, you, the RTXs, right, Chris? Those yeah, new ones that was on my list, time. definitely. Yeah, and they, did you play the full face grooves? I've seen them. I don't play them. But I, it, I tried those. The amount of spin those things put on, you just have to be ready. Like, you can really go at pins. You just got to start realizing how yeah. much more spin you put on it. Definitely. I really like it. A good quality wedge is going to be the main key into backing that ball up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I used to have an old rusted Cleveland. It was great. Like you said, rust is awesome. Rust is good. Rust is all rust and clean grooves. You know, I I don't want people to think like, oh, okay, you can go out and get a Vokey from 98. And because it's all rusted, oh, now all of a sudden you're going to be able to spin it like Phil. It's not the case. Like you got to make sure the grooves are sharpened. Grooves are clean so that you're able to get all you can get out of that wedge. It also takes good greens as well to be able correct. To correct. That's a whole other episode. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got to step up groove cleaning on my on my rounds, dude. You and me both. Honestly, I I used to be that oh, dude I, that before every round, I'm sitting at my kitchen sink with the the scrub brush and I'm cleaning them sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm gonna make sure they sparkle. They better clean them at the court. Now I don't. I don't even wear you know golf shorts when I play. I wear gym shorts and an untucked polo. I look like Roy <laughs> McAvoy out there. Classy. I got class coming out the ass. You can go fuck yourself. Classy. You uh, ever golf in jeans? I'll slug you. No. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. Mainly because it's so damn hot. I'm a sweater. I'm sweating right now. Golfing in jeans. Oh, that's true. Exactly. All right, so worst wedges. You know what? I'm an equal opportunist. I said last for my best wedge, the Titleist SM8 was my best wedge. My third worst is the Titleist SM6. Because remember, it was a forged face but a cast head. Yeah. So you couldn't bend them. You had to send Correct. them you yeah, had to send right. them to Titleist to get your specs. 
So like, for instance, on my wedge set, I have a 50 degree, a 56 that I bent to a 55, and then a 60. All of them are a degree flat. So if I was to do that on the SM6, I would have to order it from Titleist. I couldn't go to like Watts or Roger Dunn or any of those stores to get, get that done. So you were kind of SOL and JWF, by the way, for anybody that's wondering that shit out of luck and jolly well fucked. So <laughs> number two, I know you went on a rant about Cleveland. I fucking hate Cleveland wedges. I do. You're fired. I do. You can fire me. Fired. You I don't care. I quit. I'm taking my beer with me. But anyway, I don't like them. It just something about them just doesn't feel right in my hand. But it's not as bad as the Callaway MD3 wedges. Two out of three panels ain't bad. With the yeah, that, wedges, by that's the way. fine. That's fine. But the Callaway MD3 wedges. So y'all can y'all can relate to this. You ever hit a club or hit a wet? For me, it's a wedge. When you hit a wedge and it feels clicky, mm-hmm. like you hit it and you just feel like a click. And yeah. you know, I like soft. Okay. I want it soft off the face. And with Cleveland and the MD3 wedge, it, it just felt like I was kind of like how Sean said, I was hitting rocks in a parking lot. Yeah. Like I said, just personal preference. Don't try to cancel me. I didn't say anything, you know, that deserves to be canceled. Just giving you my opinion. Yeah. And my only hole in one was with the Callaway MD3, 56 degree, 12 degree bounce. So I hold that wedge. We want references. My heart. What'd you say, Sean? We want references. Who was there? (laughs) Frank Phillips. Brian Hartman, my two witnesses. Perfect. Email me. Will do. <laughs> you, bro. So let's go to my bottom three wedges really quick. Number three is going to be the TaylorMade TPXFT. And the one thing I remember about this wedge is the face was interchangeable. Huh? There was a, a tool where you screwed in the back of the head and the face would pop out and I you remember could put this. a new face on there. What's your identity, bro? <laughs> you identify wow. as a wedge. Bruh. Number two, the alien wedge. If you need a wedge that forgiving, you should not be playing golf. Ah, that thing got you out of the sand. It's a wedge you can still buy at Academy, I believe. It's the Wilson Superfly. Oh, 76 entire degrees on that club face. Right. No one in the world should need that much loft on a wedge. If you need <laughs> that much loft on a wedge, you should be playing golf, okay? <laughs> 70, I do, 76 I do think that, degrees. I do find that funny whenever I go to Academy or something and I, I go in the golf section and they have the 76 degree. It's like, dude, I don't need to open up the face at all. Like, I could just lay this thing down and just swing full. It's beautiful. What you got, Sean? I don't even think I have a top three because my move is to leave wedges at golf courses and magically they never get found. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll I'll break them, and then I'll end up with like a shitty acuity wedge. So I 
So I, in the meantime, looking for my new wedge. And then I'll hit that, hate it. Eventually, one of you guys will either fix my club or I'll just buckle down and go buy a new wedge. <laughs> but I would say these acuities were the worst wedges I ever had. I don't even think it's a, I don't even know what brand it was. I was just like, let me go check the lost and found. I guarantee you look on any golf course, they have an acuity wedge in the lost and found in every degree. Terrible. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well now, so we've been, we're given our top three of drivers, irons, wedges, we're gonna we're gonna dial it back, okay? Because the next category is a category that it really can't be defined. It's it's a personal preference, right? Okay, because it I've seen guys putt with you know hundred year old putters and make everything, and I've seen guys putt with a thousand dollar putters and can't make a two footer. Correct. So it's really just personal preference. So Sean, we're actually going to start off with you because you're uh, our favorite expert. What has been the best putter yeah, you've ever putted with? Are we going favorites first? We are definitely There's going favorites first. Favorites. Oh, I had an all black tour spider. No line, oh, which man. I, I didn't like at first and going back maybe i would consider getting one but it just kind of took my head out of it you know the dj right like, yeah, the DJ. hey i'll just i'll just line it up hit it and that thing always fell believe it or not my second favorite putter was a nike method <laughs> every long putt i ever hit was with that thing i would hit 50 60 footers had this beautiful soft face and then now I, I play my favorite putter ever. It's now the, uh, the old school Scotty with the terrillium face. Yeah, that's the one you putt with yeah. now. Oh, I love that thing. Yeah, that's a, but, that's a classic. You know, like, I'm, I'm not a heavy putter guy. And like the older putters, they're just not as heavy as some of these things now. Right. And, yeah, it just mm. – but those are my three favorite. All right, Chris, what, what you got, man? What's, so, what's your favorite putter? Favorite putters of all time. Number three is a newer model, and the Ping Fetch. A great little putter. It's a little mallet putter, but what I love about it is it's got a very small face on it, so gives you the chance to hit the center of the face, the center of the face with the putt more often. Also, it's a small mallet putter, and it's got a hole in the back. And the putter itself actually fits in the cup, and the hole in the putter will grab the ball out of the cup for you. You old fuck. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was going to say, you lazy bastard. You can't even bend over to get your own ball out the hole. Um, hey, next time we play with this guy, we'll have that thing on the end of this Ping putter. fetch. <laughs> Ping fetch. Number two is going to be any Odyssey putter. With a white hot insert. The white hot insert is to me the best insert in golf. I currently have an Odyssey Odyssey Milled Collection TX putter. It's a Japanese tour collection putter. Got that white hot face in it. Absolutely love it. And to kind of go off of Sean, my favorite putter of all time is that 1990s Scotty Cameron Terrillium Blackhead, that copper terrillium insert. 
little white dots on the back. You know, you just think Tiger Woods at the Masters with that. The most absolute beautiful putter I've ever seen in my entire life. It's a dream of mine to own one. Well, it's going to run you about like 20 grand. Did you see what Tiger's backup putter went for? How much? Oh, I think it was like four hundred. Oh, it was like, 20, was, like was it like I thought it was like twenty five grand? Was it more than? I, I thought it was more than that. Jesus, I thought it was a lot more than that. That's all. the most expensive golf ball. That's awesome. Listen, when it comes to putters, I have only putted with one brand, and I will never switch from that brand. And it's both of y'all's number ones, and that's Scotty Cameron. I can sit here all night and tell you about my favorites, but. We don't have that much show. No. So, literally, the best putter is Scotty Cameron. You can't beat the milling. Sean was talking about earlier where he said, you know, the older Scotty Camerons aren't as heavy. But as y'all know from earlier in the episode, I like heavy. So, I actually buy the Scotty Camerons and then buy, like, the 40 grand. Heavier weight. Yeah. To make it heavier. I think neck shape's important, dude. Like, I love that, like, Newport's style right like exactly. the slant neck they throw on slant neck and the plumber's neck it's very important yeah. for you know getting your eyes the crooked neck over the ball right yeah. exactly so give me your worst what has you been the worst putters? well actually let's start with because sean you could probably host a whole episode uh, of worst putters what has oh been the God. absolute worst putter you have ever held in your hands oh i was a ping I literally won a bunch of money at the casino, and I'm like, I'm buying a new putter, because that's what I always do. <laughs> and I got this King Scottsdale, and the back, it was like the butt shape, you know? <laughs> like the half eight. Mm-hmm. I literally three-putted, I think, 16 greens, and just handed it to my friend. Said, here you go. I, he might still have it. <laughs> then... I've tried all the desperate moves. Then I'd say second, I had a tailor-made smoke center shaft with the with the old smoke insert that was too soft. It never lined up. I would I've never missed more short putts in my life. And then ooh, I'm trying to think what another putter I just hated. <laughs> I've hated so many. It's hard. I had so many. Ooh. Honestly, when Head Shapes first came out, I think I had like one of those Odyssey Futuras. Horrible. Oh, yeah. Is that what the Scotty Cameron Futura? Futura. The Futura. Futura. No, not the Futura. That was the Scott. But you remember, what was that Odyssey putter? It had like the two fucking uh, shafts back and like the half circle. It was garbage. Oh, I did not hit that thing. Yeah, it looked like a Star Trek warship. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I know what you're oh, talking about. Don't remember that one. Was it like an Odyssey? It wasn't a seven. It was the back strike? I, I don't know, but it had like the it looked like a Klingon warship. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. It looked like warship. Right. So I guess my bottom three the Cleveland Smart Square. It was literally a square. Oh, Totally hideous. Live true in the name. Uh, Wasn't that like the two ball with the squares? No, it was just a square. It was a box (laughs) with a shaft. Um, (laughs) Number two is going to be another one of those infomercial clubs. It's the Axis One. 
Just oh, ridiculously offset. Hideous looking putter address. And number one is going to be the Ping Dock. And if you haven't seen the Ping Dock, it's the size of a cabbage ball. It's the largest putter head I've ever seen in my entire life. Never actually played okay. with one. I've, I've hit it a few times, but the biggest putter head I've ever seen, the most hideous putter head I've ever seen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I know. I well, actually, I'll throw one in there. The Cleveland Huntington Beach. I got this like mallet. It is the clunkiest, heaviest. Even if you hit the sweet spot, it it's just feels horrible. I, I literally played nine holes with it and threw it away. <laughs> Wasn't even good enough to trade in. No, no, no. It's the worst part of ever used. Maybe, maybe. As far as the new stuff. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this show up by giving y'all my worst putter. We were going to move on to golf balls, but we'll save that for another pod because golf balls, y'all can back me up on this. It's it's all about the player. You right. know, the golf ball that yeah. works best for me is not going to work best for Sean. The best golf ball for, you know, Chris is definitely not going to work for me. So we can have, yeah, we can have a whole episode Absolutely. on that. So stay tuned for that one. Absolutely. But the worst putter for me, or the worst putter company, and I'm, I'm going to call out the whole fucking company. And you, Sean, you know this. I play a whole bag of this. I hate tailing putters. <laughs> really? I hate them. I, I think they're, they're ugly. I think they're I light. Think they're and I cannot stand them. See, I think the older ones are terrible. The new stuff I like. No. And just coming off the face, it, it just has that, like, pop to it it yeah. has no absorption i i fucking hate them taylor made take two weeks off then quit stick to uh, irons drivers and once wedges. you hit a milled face scotty it's over right right exactly and i think every company makes the best of something but oh, yeah. taylor made just doesn't have it in the putter department no not in the putter department and sean you're right Every, once you hit a scotty every other i mean it, it's kind of like losing right. your virginity to a supermodel and yeah, then exactly. you know, after that, it's just kind of like, all right, and go on. You know, speaking of Scotty Cameron, Santa Claus just came through, so you know he brought ninety percent of y'all Scotty Cameron for Christmas. Thanks, Santa. Thank you, Santa. All right, guys, that's going to be our time for tonight. Uh, you know, the last thing I'm going to leave y'all with is: if you're going to play bad, play fast. Now watch this drive. Good night, guys. Good night, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, same up.